Hi, it's me. Um, I'm at the store right now. That's why you probably hear a lot of people around here. But um, anyway, uh, there's a slight change of plans. She said that um, she would be available on Monday instead of Tuesday because she checked her calendar and Tuesday's out. Um, apparently, she's doing something else um, during the same time uh, that we would be eating. So, uh, so I'm going to see her on Monday instead. So anyway, um, when you get this, uh, give me a call and we can talk about um, when you want to see me next. Okay? I'll talk to you later. Bye. J-Lo? Yes? How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I really, uh, I really feel refreshed because I needed that sleep. Oh my goodness. I was tired. You slept a good amount last night. I did sleep a good amount, but I woke up at about five something and I, and I think I, I, I had to go to the bathroom or something. And then I, um, I was like, you know what? I think I need to sleep some more. We talked for a few minutes. Yeah. Then embraced the idea of rest again. Finally, around nine, we got up, showered, had some pizza. Yes. A friend called me. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I felt bad because I told my friend the other day that my power was out, which Mm -hmm. was true. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, like, update him that I was going to be over here because we do some stuff that involves internet. Right. Activity. But then you didn't, you also didn't know how it was going to turn out either, right? What do you mean? I mean, this is, this is, you, you told, you talked to him about this before you, uh, left. I told him that my power was out. Right. Okay. And the reason I didn't tell him that I was coming over here, which I didn't, but, and he didn't call me on it, but I felt Uh, bad about it is because I wasn't sure if I was going to make it or not. Well, I don't know why you should feel bad about that. No, I just, I don't know. I think about stuff like that. And while I do have internet connectivity on my phone, mm-hmm. it's very shoddy right now. Right. So that's why when I talked to him, I didn't say, I have internet on my phone because I didn't want it to be like, I can still do the stuff that we were planning yeah. because it's a little bit touch and go still. And he didn't under, you know, he, he, he wouldn't have understood. He may have understood it, but it just sounds lame to me. Yeah, right, right, right. right. So that's why I kind of kept it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And, and it's true. I, you know, my internet is definitely down. So. And the internet on my phone is shoddy, shoddy yeah. right now. But the, when I talk to him next time, after mm-hmm. I go home, I will explain to him that. Right, right. That way it just doesn't seem like I'm, I don't know, out there. That, that you're trying to back out of it, which... I, I don't think he got that impression, okay. but that's how I felt when I was explaining right, it. Right, 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 right. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Jim. Yeah. Well, he sounds like an understanding person. He is, but I, it's about how I feel about it. Right. You know. I know, but I don't think you have to feel bad about it. Thank you there, Jay. Well, thank you there. Wait. But we had a good breakfast of leftover pizza. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a uh, leftover pizza is just a thing. Mm-hmm. And we still have more. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we're going to be eating pizza all day, which is fine with me. That's fine with me, too. That's is, that is fine with me. I don't, I don't eat pizza very often, so. Yeah. And I felt a little bit concerned for you. When you were in the shower. Yes. I was on your couch. Yeah. Using my spotty internet uh-huh. and saw that Walmart isn't accepting new orders until Monday. And I kind of figured that. And I thought, well, I, I have some things to hold me over that I could work with before I have to order something from Walmart, which I already know what I'm going to order because my order didn't come in for last week. And um, I already have an idea about 
what we're going to cook this week. So that, that helps a lot. And I, I figured it was going to happen. It, it's not, it's not a big surprise. Right. But when you got out of the shower, I'm like, Hey babes, are you sure you don't want to put in, in lace and Instacart order right now? And you're like, no. Well, I wouldn't be able to anyway. You could do it through my phone. I know, but I, I know that, but I, I mean, it I, would take us like a, probably a 45 minutes, but yeah. we could do it. Yeah. Because it, because yeah, I, I and I and I and I already bought some things too, and you already brought some things over here, which I thought was very nice of you to do. Oh, absolutely, babes! I and, can't have my girl that's starving to death. Thank you. Yes. And we have some ideas about what we can cook tomorrow. Yeah, we'll definitely have enough food for tomorrow, and yes. maybe the next day. So here's what happened with my internet. Okay. Last night, after we did this, I get a phone call from PGE, basically just saying. That my the power in my building has been restored. I guess right. we shouldn't say it's internet yeah. because the power has been restored, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And you have power here, but no internet. <coughs> yes. But I was very happy. However, I still wanted to spend time with my JLo. I was excited. Uh -huh. We get ready for bed, and I figured, you know what? Let me just check on their website, double check to make sure that it's up and running. Uh -huh. So I go there go to power outages, and for a little bit of perspective on why things might be confusing right now, PGE has said publicly that this is the worst case of power outages they've had in their history. Wow. Right? That says a lot. Yes. Anyways, type in my telephone number, mm -hmm. and it says one person affected investigating outage and it says that outage occurred at 907 p.m. Mm -hmm. which means that roughly power was on back in my apartment for maybe three and a half hours. But then it turned off. Well possibly. Possibly. <clears throat> I after you go to bed, I go back on the website and I sign up for notifications. Mm -hmm. After I do that it up dates the time and says power outage reported at the time that I updated to get notifications. So I'm not sure if when I saw that thing about 907, it was a glitch in the system or yeah, what. It's know. a little bit confusing. And I think it could be that the power went out again, but it's also possible that the <laughs> website is having some issues, which yes. I, again, I could totally see because so many people are going to it right now. Right. You know. Right. And you were trying to find out about, my situation as well. Yeah, I went, went on to the Xfinity website. And it, it wasn't it wasn't loading. Comcast. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and for some reason, I mean, all we could find were people uh, complaining and ranting and raving and going about, on these conspiracy theories. Yeah, and I'm like, what? It's not going to help. <laughs> we actually want answers. We don't need to see your rants and raves and yes. other stuff. Crazy babes. I'm like I don't know why I don't know why a internet provider would cover up their tracks when it's snowing. Yeah. No. That's just that's just that's just stupidity right there. Listen, I think Comcast <laughs> is a bad corporation too. I'm not a fan. Yeah. But this is a unique situation. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Hopefully soon, we will both have confirmed power and internet. I hope so, because it's really hard to pay a bill when you don't have internet. And I would imagine that people have to take care of some things like that. It's hard to do a lot of things. It is. It, is. <laughs> it really is. You know, I was thinking about 
the times when we were kids, we didn't have, we obviously didn't have internet until uh, we were teenagers, right? Oh, I was in my 20s. No, I know. I understand that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really get on it until I was in my early 20s also. But, I mean, imagine that, though. We didn't have any of that. We just had, um, we just had TVs, radios. Um, if we paid, if, if my parents paid bills, they had to, uh, send the bill to, uh, to who they were paying it to and, and do all that by mail, Mm -hmm. you know, and now it's so much easier. (coughs) Mm -hmm. You know, you could, you could get your, um, you can sign up for your bank to send, um, the checks for the bills or whatever it is. It's like, I mean, it's so interesting. Yes, it is. It's very interesting how how much we've grown, how much things have uh, technology technology has advanced over the years. It's good though in a lot of ways. Yes, in most ways. <clears throat> Definitely makes our lives much easier. Yes, I will say. This is an experience that has made me think I need to have more content on my phone mm-hmm. because. Last night, after we watched the movies, movie, we watched a movie. I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> we usually watch two. <clears throat> yes, but you had a Instacart order come. Yeah, very late. So you go downstairs. I check my phone and I see how small the amount of content <laughs> I have is. But I played you some stuff from BBC Six last night. Yes, and and that was cool. Yes, that was really cool. The Giles Peterson show. He he has a great show. I like it a lot. Yes. Are you able to access Take the Floor on it? Yes, I don't have it on my actual phone. Okay. But we we might be able to get an episode or two today if we time it right. Yes. What time does it supposed does it start on Fridays? It's on demand, babes. Is it on demand? Okay. You can listen through their app. You can listen to their programs. I think going back like the last four weeks. To take the floor. Take the floor. Yeah, it's a great show. It just sounds like the music is so happy. The the people on the show seem so happy, and uh, Gary Ennis sounds very happy. <laughs> you might be having yes. a bad day, and you just listen to the music, and you're happy again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get back to this Instacart order. All right. That was really confusing. We covered me. it yesterday that it was supposed to come on Sunday, and then it kept getting delayed. Until? Uh, 8.30 last night, right? Around that time. So, so it, it said previous to yesterday... That it was supposed to come on Tuesday by 1 p.m., then 2 p.m., then 6.30 p.m., then 8.15 p.m., then 7.15 p.m., and then finally 8.30 p.m. No, after 7.15, it went to 9. It went to 9, and then back to 8.15, and then... Eventually around 8.30. Eventually around 8.30, which um, this person came a little bit afterwards because um, they had a hard time getting out of the parking lot, which makes a lot of sense because there's still some... Uh, an amount of ice on the ground, mm-hmm. which I think is slowly dissipating. Yes. And you <laughs> gave me some Coca-Cola. I did. I thought it was Pepsi. I said that. I'm sorry. Um, but, but that's some, why the lady only got four stars instead of five. Right. <laughs> which is, but it's okay though. I mean, sometimes um, I can understand why, uh, you know, Pepsi. Pe- sometimes Pepsi tastes like Coke, but not not by much. No, Pepsi's. Pepsi's listen, sweeter. I, I don't really drink 
soft drinks that much. The lo- uh, the last time I had one was probably December with you. We split one. Yeah. And the time before that was back in March. But um, Pepsi's much better than Coke, in my opinion. I would agree. I would agree. Yes. I'm a total Pepsi girl when I when I get a chance to. But I was also raised in the cult of Pepsi. <laughs> my <laughs> grandfather was a big Pepsi fan, so it was always around. Yes. Yes. Well, there was a... I remember when I was a part of this program and um, the uh, the kids that were in it, um, they we had a little bit of a debate as to which was better, Pepsi or Coke. And, yeah. And it was funny because you're like, you realize that Coke has been around uh, longer than Pepsi and the ones that drink Pepsi are like a part of this generation. And well, I, what I would I say, just thought it was funny. What I would say to that is Coke did something and Pepsi made a better version of it. I would agree. Yes. I would definitely agree. Mm-hmm. You you have not tried there's a lot of Pepsi versions I haven't tried, but um one of them that I really liked was uh Pepsi Twist. I told you that I um, may have tried it, but I just don't remember. Pepsi Twist was a Pepsi with lemon. It was really good. Mm. And I also liked um Wild Cherry Pepsi. Those are my two favorites, Pe- regular Pepsi and Wild Cherry. And then uh, around Christmas time, they had this um, holiday spice Pepsi, mm. which kind of tastes like there's um, some spice in there, but it really works. Uh-oh. It's not overpowering. It tastes like there's like a, like a hint of cinnamon in it, but it's um, it's really good. And then they have Mountain Dew, so they got some good stuff. I mean, yeah. it's horrible for you. I don't. I don't. But it'll taste I'm not good. really a Mountain Dew person, but I've I like the. Uh, some a couple of the versions I like um, pitch black and code red. Nice, but I don't like the original, which is kind of strange. But I, I don't. That's your thing, babes. I don't like the original Mountain Dew. No, Mountain Doo Doo is what you call now, it. No, I didn't call it Mountain Doo Doo. Okay, you, you did. Don't. Okay, it's pretty doo doo. You don't do it while we're doing this, but outside of this, you're always saying, "Don't drink any Mountain Doo Doo." No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Why do you have? Sounds like you got doo-doo on your mind. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> Do we want to get into the political thing or no? We don't have to. No. Okay. I just don't. I I think there's. I was shocked that people would call you about. <laughs> well. We don't have to get into it. I, I, I'll think about it at least. Okay. I will think about it at least. I don't think I want to talk about it right now. But Yeah. If we do, I have a great uh, podcast title. Uh, <laughs> you probably won't like it. No. But I wouldn't involve the word J-Lo, though. Thank you. At, at least you'll give me some uh, <laughs> break from that. Yes. Yeah. Alana thinks that I put J-Lo in too many of the titles. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I think our loyal <laughs> podcast listeners, whoever they are, will notice that. Why is there J-Lo in so many of the titles? Because I think it's funny. I think I I think it's a uh, it's not as creative if you keep putting my name in a lot of the titles. Oh, you know, you could put your name in the title. I have. Yeah, but like cup, uh, like like maybe two episodes. Okay. Helper Rickster and um the um. Who uh, mourns for Rick? Who mourns for Rick? That's the only two. Is that the only two? Yes. No, there's got to be more. There, I, I, uh, 
there might have been maybe another couple, but but uh, with your name in it. But usually my name is in it, which is kind of weird. Oh. Yeah. Do you want me to give you the podcast title we would use if we got into the political thing? Uh, but you probably won't like it, though. I don't think so. Okay. You tell me in private. Okay. Uh, anyways, moving on. Now that we've gotten a little bit cryptic. Yes. J-Lo. Yes. I showed you a film last night. Yes, you did. To put this in proper context... Uh, we were planning to watch more films last weekend and I have them, but I don't have them on my phone because I didn't transfer all of them on from my computer. Mm, well, well, and, and, and I understood why, because why would you, I mean, especially if you didn't know this was going to happen. Yes. You know, why would you? And I also want to correct something that I've told you in private. Yes. The actors in this movie have gone on to do other things. Do they? Yeah. So I checked the Wikipedia page. Yeah. And Aaron Eckhart played the uh, the guy Chad in it. Was it really him? Yes. I didn't even know that. I've heard it was his, the second movie. I've heard his name before, Aaron Eckhart, but I didn't know it was him. The other people have gone wow. on to they do stuff They were really too. good. I mean, he was he was a jerk, but he was really good. Yes. He was a good villain. We watched uh, In the Company of Men. Who is the guy that played Howard? I forgot his name, but he's been in stuff too. Did, was he really? Yes, but Aaron Eckhart is the biggest star from this movie. Wow. Yes. Do you want me to give a quick overview? Yes. Okay. Two guys who work together named Chad and Howard are going on a six-week business trip. So the movie shows them talking in the airport and on the plane and in the car ride to their hotels. Chad explains to Howard that his girlfriend left him with nothing. Like one day he just comes home to his apartment. And everything's gone, including the picture frame. Of his American Gigolo movie poster. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know why anyone would have that, but okay, I guess, I guess he's obsessed with the movie. Howard is upset because this lady who he used to date keeps calling his mom. And not wanting to talk to him. Right. And he hasn't <laughs> had the best success with women. Yeah, he gave her this ring. <coughs> it was it was it was implied that he gave her this ring. She was um she you know, he really put a lot of effort into the relationship and something happened and they broke up. Chad starts going on about how, you know, this is how they start, this is how women get their hooks into you. We got we to do something about we, it. We got to do something about it. They're taking over the office. <clears throat> and he proposes an idea that what if, while we are away on our business trip, we choose a woman that we're both going to go after who works in the office. We're going to wine and dine her, really build her up, and then... Drop the pull, bomb on her. Yeah, pull the rug out from under her as we leave, and it'll completely shock her. And, and she's going to be completely falling apart. We may get screwed over later in life, but we'll always be able to look back on that woman who we had a fun time, you know, messing with. Yeah, and, and um, we, 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 we're really going to hurt someone. Howard thinks about this. They get to the motel and Howard says, you know what? Let's do it. Let's find somebody. Apparently he didn't think very long. I think it was for a little while, but yeah. not maybe like an hour or so. Yeah, that wasn't very long. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> he didn't and, think on it on on. He didn't think on it for days. In any event, 
David. J-Lo. <clears throat> They're now at work, like a couple days later. Chad goes to the secretary, tells her to type something up, and she just, like, doesn't respond to him. So he thinks, Chad thinks that's weird. She's kind of rude. Yeah. He goes to, I guess, the office manager mm-hmm. and says, hey, that secretary is really, really rude. rude. Yeah. The guy explains, no, 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 she's a very nice lady, but she's deaf. That's why she wears <laughs> headphones, which aren't really headphones. They're, they're, they're hearing aids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's some sort of self-conscious thing. It's not that she, yeah. It, she's very nice. She types like so many words a minute. Which, listen, I'm not a typist. Yeah. I'm lucky if I get two words out a minute. That's Miss A, who is freaked out because Alana's router is having issues right now. Well, it's it's I, it's it's not the router. Yeah, I think. I'm lucky if I can get two words out a minute, and they're I and uh. But <laughs> I've heard really good typists can do more than ninety words a minute. Yeah, I, I'm um I'm improving on my typing every day, but you know. Yes. In any event, Chad starts making fun of what he thinks her voice would sound like. And and the uh, the uh, what what it looks like when she's trying to uh, work out whatever word she's trying that to say. That comes later on in the movie. Yes. Yes. I know what you. I know, okay. but she's. But he, But the point is that he's making fun of all those things. Yes, he's a real champion for uh, people with disabilities in this. Yeah, show. real stand-up guy. Yes, <laughs> he leaves, gets in contact with Howard, and says, "I found her. I found our woman." So I believe Chad asks her out first. Yes, she agrees, and then sometime later, Howard goes to a cubicle. And Chad is standing like 10 feet away. The lady looking outside the cubicle can only see Howard. And Howard's like, you know, I know this is odd. We don't know each other too well. But I'd really like to ask you on a date. She says yes. And Chad's like, oh, no, no, no. no. So She's in the wrong that's, cubicle. That's a wrong cubicle. And it's like, I'm... I, I love the scene. And Howard's like, but she said yes. And Chad's just like, like, I'll fuck her. Let's go. What a stand-up guy, isn't he? Thank wonderful, you. wonderful... Uh, person chad would be to i take home to your mother yes yeah right i have my own opinion about it that you'll you'll hear about later well howard starts going out with juliana christine christine Christine. not not juliana or christina but christine okay yes they're both going out with her and they're whining and dining her kind of comparing notes and 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 they're still in the the country that they're in we don't well yeah that's a whole point we, yeah it's during it's for 6 weeks yeah. in this country okay yeah 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 we don't need to go through everything that happens on their dates but let's just say that she's having a good time she's feeling wanted there's a really good scene early on in her relationship with Chad where she has the flu and it shows him calling her house and talking to the mom and it's like oh did, did you, you get, get the flowers? flowers oh it's just a little thing that i did you yeah, know yeah like did you get the flowers you know and well i hope she feels better you know i could see somebody like chad doing that you think so yes anyways as cold as he is yes we also hear rumblings that there are problems at work with howard yeah you know, he starts working with somebody who doesn't know how to use the equipment. There are little uh-huh. things here and there. Uh-huh. So one day, Howard asks 
Christine out for lunch, but she's going out with Chad. Yes. Howard goes to the same restaurant. They run into each other. Yep. And I told you that it was set up that they would do that. Apparently it wasn't. We find that out later in the movie. But, you know, so many things are set up that it's not that big of a deal that it's not. Uh-huh. I wasn't sure what was set up and what wasn't set up, actually. In fairness to me, it's been about 19 years since I've seen this movie. Wow. And I, and I was I was confused because I was like, well, what part do they not know about? You know? The, the part about them running into into each other at the restaurant was apparently faked. Okay. But everything else was real. Like they compared notes like how often are you calling her? Right, right, right. What are you what are you gonna do with her this week? No, weekend? I yeah, I knew that, yeah. Yeah. Um but but then um Howard didn't know that she took him up somewhere. Well Howard did find that out because Chad told him that they went up to the the roof of this building and hung out one. Right, right. And it right. was very romantic. Yes, yes. Okay. So Eventually, Chad leaves in week five for a couple of days to give a speech. Yeah. Which will come back later in the movie. But while he's gone, Howard realizes that his feelings for... Christine. ...are genuine. (laughs) Very genuine. He had this ring repaired. And takes her out to a restaurant and says, I love you. And I want you to know that. And she says... Uh, Howard, um, I'm in love with your buddy, Chad. I'm in love. Yeah, I'm in love with someone else, Chad. And he was very upset, probably very visibly upset. So Howard is driving Christine home. It's a couple minutes later. Oh, I thought she was driving. No, I think he was. Okay. And he stops the car and says, I have something to tell you. He explains what happened, that they were setting her up. She doesn't want to believe it. Leaves the car. Eventually, Chad comes back and explains that the notes that Howard sent him for the presentation were so, like, white. Mm. There's so little ink used that he could barely read it. Is it was white out? No, I think this like, the printer. There wasn't oh. ink or something. Oh, oh. And so he had to wing it, but he made it work. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Chad and, and Christine, nah. Christine. Mean. This Christine. Not Christina. Christine. (laughs) Are, uh, (laughs) in Howard's hotel room. Well, I think you skipped ahead, though. At this point, she, at at this point, they're in a hotel room that Christine believes was Chad's hotel room. True. Yes. So we don't, you know, Howard doesn't find this out until later in the movie, but... Go on, go on. Christine confronts Chad about the rumors, and at first he tries to deny it, but then he says, you know what, it's true. Yeah. How does it feel? How how do you feel at this moment? And she slaps him, which I thought maybe she was going to kick him, which I I wish she did, but she slaps him. And he's like, oh, is that how much it hurts? Okay, well, the deed is done, and he just leaves her crying. She just starts bawling. She's bawling her eyes. I feel really bad for this girl. She's bawling her eyes out, and, and he leaves. They come back to the U.S. Now, we should also say one thing that I skipped over is there's a scene earlier on. I think it's like week three or four where Chad says, I think I'm falling in love with you and I know I'm going home soon, but I want us to stay in contact. Mm -hmm. So she she did know that they were going 
the end of this time. Yeah. Okay. She did. So they go home. Chad is like watching TV, laughing at something. Yeah. On the idiot box. Right. When who should come over? Howard. His old buddy. His old buddy Howard. Comes in. Chad's like, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning, Howard. You can't just come over. You can't just come over here, yeah. And he's like, well, I couldn't sleep. And he's thinking that, you know, Chad's by himself. By now, we kind of find out that uh, good old Howard has been demoted. And guess who's uh, doing well at the job now? It's Mr. Chad. Yes. Bad boy Chad. Anyways, Howard says he can't sleep. He's having trouble eating. And it's because he's in love with Christine. And then Chad is, uh, Chad is like um, not even giving it a second thought. Yeah. He's just like, oh, well, what do you expect? I mean, we were, you know, you knew this was going to be a game. Right. And, and, and Howard is, you know, obviously very upset. And he finds out Chad. Chad well, hold on, hold on. Let me, let what, me break the news. What? what? <laughs> Earlier in the movie, let's go back, do a callback. Remember, this whole thing started because Chad's girlfriend supposedly left him. Mm-hmm. Chad opens the bedroom door. And Howard discovers that Chad's girlfriend is still there. And he says, well, when did she come back? Chad explains that they never broke up. She never left. Yeah. And then Howard is like, oh, you're evil. Yeah. He leaves. And and Howard, Chad says before Howard goes, listen, man, um, we're going to go to the beach tomorrow. So unless you have anything else, you know, I'm going to go to bed. Howard leaves, throws up. Chad goes into the room. Sits down next to his girl. She's like, did I hear something? And Chad says, oh, that was oh, no, just me. No, just, working no. on my presentation or listening to a motivational tape. Right. And she goes down on him. Oh, you, we don't have to go in there. She gives him a high five. She does stuff. Okay, she does stuff. Moving on. She. They watch Full House together. Ugh. All right, all right. Base, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to my jewel. Oh, me and other people. Yes. Howard is so distressed, he decides to fly back to see Christine. Mm -hmm. He locates her. She can't hear him, but she sees him, and presumably she can read lips, saying, listen, listen, listen. And she's just looking at him and not responding as he screams out, listen. And that's how the movie ends. I first saw this film in August of 97 when it came out. I watched it again in 2002. This is my third time seeing it. I, it's not my favorite film, but I would give it a strong seven. And you and I disagree about this movie. No, I hated it. <laughs> I, I hated the wrong word. I did not like it. I did not like let's, it. Let's put it a different it's, way. You thought it was better than From Dust Till Dawn. Not by much. Okay. Not by much. And I think From Dust Till Dawn is better than this movie. Wow, that's going. interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tell Dust- me, give me some thoughts, babes. Well... After I was um, not sure why you showed it to me, uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, I found nothing funny about the movie, and it wasn't supposed to be. I think it was more of a drama. But um, I thought, I, 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 I thought that Chad was very evil, and I knew that I wasn't gonna like him from the moment he started speaking. I already knew that. Oh, this this guy's a male chauvinist pig. Um, is he? Yes. Male chauvinist no, pig. He he's bloodthirsty for power. 
doesn't care about anybody but himself and is willing to step on anybody's toes, including Christine, who happens to be deaf. And his buddy Howard. I mean, it's just... And then Howard, spineless wimp, uh, very easily manipula manipulated, um, is definitely maladjusted. Uh, sounds like people we know. Um, <laughs> it's just... Yeah, terrible what happened with him. I think that he he definitely should have known better that Chad was going to do this to him because he knew about the plot and he's known Chad for it. it. It's implied that he knew Chad for a long time before working together. Is that right? Yes. Um, so he should or have, at least before this trip. So he should have known how what kind of a person Chad was. I don't believe that he deserved to be treated that way, but I also think that he should have known better and he should have stayed out of it. Now, now, granted, if he did refuse Chaz, Chad's um, offer to hurt this woman, it would have been a different movie. I think somebody would have somebody would have gotten hurt, but it wouldn't have been Howard. Do you want me to respond, or is there anything else you want to say? I, I just didn't like the story. I didn't like it. I thought it was very depressing. Uh, Chad is is a nightmare, but I think that Aaron Eckhart's um, performance was brilliant. And I also thought that Howard's performance was brilliant, whoever played Howard. And the girl who played Christine, I don't know if she's really deaf, but if she is, that's great. She's I probably she, not. I, I, I don't know if she is, but if she... If she 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 did she did it well. She did a, a very good job. Yes. Okay, do you want me to give my take a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Chad is without question the villain of this movie. Mm -hmm. Right? He's uh not a good guy, but the performance is amazing. I like the way the character is written. And Another reason I, I enjoy this movie is because it's not your typical movie. You know, like most offbeat Hollywood films, if you were to have a character like Chad, he would lose at the end. Mm -hmm. And Howard would get the girl and there would be some sort of brilliant reunion where she'd say, I still love you, Howard, and I'll always be with you. Or because he's death and you don't want somebody with a disability winning, they'd kill her at the end, right? Mm -hmm. This film doesn't end like that. No, it, it ends on a very sour note. We but, don't even know what happens. But here's the thing. Anyway, yeah. That's how life goes sometimes. Oftentimes, the bad guys win. Yeah. And there are only consequences for the good people. To me, that makes this film a little bit more realistic. Is because you're not seeing it done how a big budget studio would do it. You're seeing it done how an independent director would make the movie. And I think it works because of that. Um, I, I would also say that it's an interesting take on disability and relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Because you had asked me last night, would you still like the film if Christine was either blind or was able-bodied? Mm -hmm. And I said, it doesn't matter which disability she has, but it would not work for me if she was just like an able-bodied woman. You think she would have figured it out right away? No, it's not that I think that she would have figured it out right away. It's that I think it ha adds a whole new dimension because then it 
you ask questions about, well, what's it like being a disabled woman in a relationship and having two guys chase you who mm-hmm. are able-bodied mm-hmm. and successful in their fields? Right. And I think it adds a, a whole new layer to the film. But you found that more disturbing than anything. I, I did. Hmm. I did. I did. Especially when he went out of his way to show Howard how much he loathed Christine. He didn't just, I mean, he loathed her. He didn't like how she talked. He didn't like how she was working so hard to get the words out. And I mean, you know, making fun of all the little things that she, you know, saying that she sounded like a dolphin. I mean, just, just, just really cruel things. I agree with you that it's cruel, but I think where we part ways is I feel it's realistic. Like I would expect somebody like Chad to react that way to Christine. Mm. You know, I could see this movie actually happening. Like I, I don't question reality when I'm watching it. I'm in the movie. Yes, but when you watch a movie, it's not supposed to be real. No, but you're supposed to believe that it's real. Uh, only you think that, though, Bubs. But it's how I feel, babes. Mm. And I don't, I don't have those questions with the movie. I believe it's real when I'm watching it. But I don't want it to be real. That's the thing. Okay. I don't want it to be real. I don't want it to look real. I just want to watch it as an escape. That's oh. that's how I feel about it. I don't care if it if it's realistic or not. But that's just that's just me. How would you have ended this movie if we come back to you and the director has made everything up until the point where Howard goes over to Chad's apartment? How would you wrap this film up? Um, Suzanne leaves Chad. Um, Howard doesn't get back with Christine, or maybe he does get back with Christine, but if he doesn't get back with Christine, he learns a very big lesson. And maybe it should end with both of them, not with anybody. Yeah, I really like the ending of this movie. You never find out what happens with um, Christine and or Howard. I don't think she takes them back. I don't think so either. And I think that Chad is... If we fast forward 24 years, he's doing really well in life. Without Suzanne. Probably without Suzanne, but maybe somebody who uh, was Suzanne's age when this movie came out. He probably just lives a single life. And... No, I'll tell you why. Why? He cheats, but the reason he wants somebody like Suzanne there is if you come across as like a relationship guy or yes. a family man if you're a little bit older. You're not as successful in that company. Well, it, it helps you rise up in the ranks. Okay. So maybe he doesn't stay with that company, but maybe he goes into politics or maybe he works for someplace else or starts his own firm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And having a wife, maybe even some kids, helps him look like a well-adjusted human being to outsiders. Right, but he isn't well-adjusted. No, but it... It gives him the appearance of that, which I don't is think really he, what he's interested in. I don't think he ever gets to that point. The point of what? Of uh, of looking successful with the family and kids. I think he, I think he's single for a long time. Oh, see, I don't. I think he. I think he goes from woman to woman, never committing, and uh, never, never fully committing to anybody. But he's still successful. Look, I think he cheats if he's married now. But I think that he's in a long-term relationship because it it makes him look good to everybody, to the outside world. And I don't see it that way. Okay. And I don't even think 
I don't think uh, Howard ends up like that either. I think Howard... Hmm. I'm confused with him. I think that he, there's a good possibility he's dead, right? Yeah. But then part of me says he could be one of the become one of these men's rights activist types. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like the ones who are really in it, but I mean like the ones who think that women are out to destroy all men. So, so there are different levels of men's rights to me, right? Yeah. There's like the guys who fight for custody of their kids or the ones who thinks who think that uh women get too much in divorce settlements. Right, exactly. And I'm, yeah. I'm completely down with that. I understand that but for sure. But then there are the ones who think that all women, all women are, are out to destroy them. Evil, and that's where you kind of lose me. Right, right, right. And right. I think that it's possible Howard is one of the latter. Right. If then he's still alive. Right. What do you think? I would agree. Mm. He might he might start a, a men's rights thing. Well, I I so I thought it was interesting. You may have forgotten this part, but Remember when he's explained to Christine about how his family life was and he used to live in the country and yes, <clears throat> and his parents never understood why he moved to the city mm-hmm. because he was a good old you know country boy when he was a kid. And he's like, my parents still don't understand today why I moved to the city. So I don't know. Maybe he retires to the country and lives a simple life and has his own uh, men's rights thing. I don't know. I don't think he's happy. You don't think he ever gets happy? No. I don't think Chad ever gets happy either. I think Chad is already happy. I think Chad's a sociopath. Mm-hmm. All he wants is to be successful. Right. He doesn't care about whether people around him like him or not. Yeah, exactly. I could seriously, I could see him as like a senator now. Mm. Or running his own company. Possibly. Yes. My question would be, but at what cost? But Chad doesn't care about the cost. I know that. But the question still, you know, I, it still begs the question, you know, he's 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 already lost quite a bit. Um, we don't know much about his family at all, his parents. It's possibly it's possible that he may have been estranged from his parents or family or friends or whatever. Well, it's also possible that he just has some weird chemical imbalance, too. He, he has, like, some... Uh, um, problem with attachment, some kind of like attachment disorder or something. I don't like the character of Chad, but I like that he's in this movie because he adds so much to it. Not just obviously there's coming up with the idea, but then there's not backing down. There's always pushing somebody's buttons in the movie. Mm-hmm. which, again, it goes back to you don't see that a lot in mainstream movies. And if you do, the person gets punished at the end. Mm-hmm. And Chad gets rewarded. Right. Which, again, goes back to realism. Yeah, I don't care if a movie is real or not. Oh. That's, that's I don't care. <laughs> I don't care as much as you do. Oh. <laughs> I want to watch something that is completely fake, knowing that it's fake, knowing that it could never happen in real life and that's over. Well, then we'll watch My Little Pony sometime. That's a cartoon. Oh, <laughs> it's completely fake. I know, but I'm talking about movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll watch. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Insert name of cartoon movie here. <laughs> Is there anything else besides for the performances? 
that you enjoyed about this movie? The music was really good. Okay. Uh, you know, when when they were uh, going from week to week, yeah. it sounded very interesting. Mm. Like the 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 music was like, whoa, this is this sounds really exotic. I don't know what what country they're in. It might have been India. I don't know. It might have even been in the U.S. and just yeah. a different part of the country. Yeah, but we don't we it we're, it's not clear on what what place that it was. I, don't, I don't think it was India. You don't think so? Okay. No, because if you remember, Chad goes away for the weekend at one point. Yes, right? and it would have been unrealistic for him to travel from India back to the United States. For, that is true. You know. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I think it might have been somewhere in the country. Alana. Yes. Does this movie make you want to see more films from Jane uh, Neil Labute, the director? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you because I didn't like this one, and I <sighs> don't. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Surprise, surprise. Um, I didn't like this one, so I don't know if I want to see one done by him, another one done by him. But I don't know. What other movies were uh, was done by him? The other ones I've seen are Your Friends and Neighbors and Nurse Betty. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, so what does Christine teach us about being a woman with a disability and having a dating life? Well, I remember when she was, you know, she was explaining that I shouldn't have dated the both of you. And, she w and it was implied that she hadn't dated for a while. She didn't think that anybody, maybe she didn't think that anyone would want to date her and much less two men at the same time, mm -hmm. right? Of course, she didn't know what was going on. Um, I don't know. Um, but I, I thought it was really interesting, too, when they were talking about Christine alone, uh, when, when they were together, um, talking to each other about Christine in private and how they were saying about, you know, all the nice qualities, like, oh, she's she seems really interesting. You know, she's really nice, really sweet, really giving, um, interesting family life. You know, you know what I mean? I think the reason think, Chad was doing that yeah. was to get Howard more interested in Christine. Right. Because, but but go ahead. No, but Howard was already finding out stuff about her too. Yes, but he want Chad knows this. He's a master manipulator. And he wants to enhance Howard's feelings so he can screw both of them over at the end. Mm. Right. But it, but she implied that it was implied that she hadn't dated she hadn't dated a lot of men for a while before these two guys came into her life. What does this film teach us about disability in the workplace? Um, some people are very ignorant <laughs> of how to, um, to handle disability. Um, and, you know, just, you know, because I just don't know about, in this case, how a deaf person, um, how a, de a deaf person does their work and why they would have hearing aids in their ears. Uh, mistaken for for uh, headphones. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. I'm like, they're hearing aids. <laughs> they're hearing aids. Duh. <laughs> I thought this guy is really clueless. Never seen any d a deaf person before. Okay. 
Some people are just very ignorant. They are. They are. Yes. Um, willing, uh, you know, either willingly ignorant or they're just ignorant because they just don't know. They've never been around a lot of people with disabilities. Very sad. Yes. Yeah. What does this film teach us about workplace romances? They don't work. Well, obviously in this movie they don't. <laughs> they don't. It's, there's no, uh, you know, it's not worth it. I think it's not worth it, honestly. What does Howard teach us about getting in too deep? Um, make sure you know who your real, and make sure you know your friends really well. Um, I, like I said, I thought he was spineless. Um, he could have said no, but he didn't say no. I don't want to do this. It was, he seemed like he didn't, he really didn't want to do it at first, but he went and did it anyway. And I wonder what was going on through his mind. Like, well, what if I don't do this? Is Chad going to hurt me? Or is Chad going to be my friend? Um, am I doing this because... I think Chad is the coolest and I want, I want to get in good with him. You know, just like how, how kids want to be a part of the cool crowd, right? Yes. So I don't know. Um, I always wonder what's going on through his head. Last night, you and I were on your couch and I don't want to misquote you, but you know how horrible I am. So correct me because I'm sure I'm going to butcher what you said, but you That's said okay. something to the effect of, I want to like this movie, but I don't want to make it seem like I'm enjoying something that's that promotes this type of behavior. No, I, 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 I think I know where you're going at. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think I've ha I had this thought in my head and it, it's not, I don't like the movie because it's promoting a bad behavior. Necessarily. Okay. That's what it is. I don't like, I don't, not I do not like this movie just because it's promoting a bad behavior. I I, I think that this could happen anytime, right? Mm -hmm. But I just I, I there's just something about it I didn't like. Let me ask you this: What's the the difference between this and my best friend's wedding? In the sense that Chad is promoting bad behaviors, but so is Julia Rob Roberts in that film. Okay. Um, maybe it's because the way that Julia Roberts did it was funnier. Okay. And because women do, uh, now I'm not, I'm not at all condoning her behavior, although I thought it was funny. <laughs> I did think it was funny. I did think some of the chat stuff was funny too. Well, I don't think any of it was, but anyway. Like it, the, it, the arrogance of manipulating somebody and just saying, oh, we're just going to ruin this girl's life. At the beginning of the movie, that made me chuckle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yes. But then you have a weird scent of humor. I do, okay. No, I think it's because, you know, it was meant to be funny with Julia Roberts' character, uh, Julianne. Um, and she really thought that she could get this guy, Michael, her, the, uh, her uh, former boyfriend, and because they were around, you know, they were getting to that age where she thought of getting married and she thought he, she was going to marry him. And, you know, Cameron Diaz's character wants her to be the maid of honor, which is very strange. 
Mm-hmm. I would not have asked. <laughs> I would not have asked a girl I known for five seconds or five minutes to be my maid of honor because because my best friend shattered her pelvis. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds really painful, by the way. Oh. Um, no, I think the difference is is because I think she actually she may have been very selfish, but it was funny, and she actually it seemed like she actually did have a heart as as far as. Um, she may not have, she may not have been, um, very nice towards Kimmy, but she, she actually wanted to, it seemed like she really wanted to make somebody happy, but, but the way she was going about it was wrong. And I don't condone that. Fair enough, JLo. If that makes any sense at all. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say about in the company men? Oh, real quick. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody you would recommend this movie to? No. Oh. Well, I mean, why would I recommend it to someone if I don't like it? <laughs> Answer me that, please. That's a really good question. <laughs> good. Here is what I would say. If... Okay, I didn't really like uh, The Hunchback in Notre Dame, right? I didn't like it either. Right. I thought it was a... I, I was disappointed. Yes. But let's say I knew somebody with, like, a three-year-old kid who's, like, I don't know, just wants a, a story to tell, to, to watch, and they've seen everything else on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I might say, well, you know, if you haven't seen The Hutchback in Notre Dame, uh, maybe sit him down in front of the TV for a couple hours and throw that on. The only, so it's a soft recommendation. So the only kind of people that I would recommend it to is if they're going through a breakup. Okay. If 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 they well you know it's like well if your breakup is really bad, <laughs> go watch in the <laughs> company of men and you'll feel much better about the way that you broke up. Yes. Or maybe you won't feel better at all, but at least, at least you can get your anger out when you're watching this. <laughs> get out your ice cream. Get out your chocolate. Um, you can watch this and swear off men for maybe like a week or so. <laughs> let's say a friend of mine decides to go out of town for two months yeah and they're bad with women and he decides to give me an all-expense paid trip would you mind if i did something like this to a woman when i was out of town if i promised not to do any kissing no that would be horrible and i would not do that but i just wanted to see how you would respond to that question no i no i no. we talked about this yesterday we did talk about that i said no okay no i would not want you to participate at all <laughs> Do you want me to make the comment I said afterwards? Go ahead. <laughs> said friend, I have a feeling that said friend would be easily manipulated by you. Yes. <laughs> I could talk said friend into doing this. Like, maybe not as quickly as Chad did to Howard, but I could do it. I have a feeling. <laughs> no offense to said friend. Yes. But I do have a feeling. Oh, my. Whoever said friend is. Yes. Well, babes, <laughs> I think we've covered the film, unless there's any last words you want to say about it. No. Mm-mm. I would give it a watch. I think it's a fun romantic. It's a fun movie about it is, romance. It, it's about romance, but it's definitely not romantic. I mean, maybe the location was romantic. Maybe they do some romantic things, but it's not really romantic. It's about it's... what happens when romance mm. is manipulated. Excuse me. Oh, excuse you, Jay. I'm sorry about that. That's okay, babes. It's about what happens when you when you manipulate the idea of romance. 
Yeah. Yes. The, the manipulation is never good. Oh my goodness, you Pitting one person against the other. It's never not person. bad. It's it's bad. Well, wait it's a bad. second. What? Let me ask you this. What? When you were a little kid, did your parents ever manipulate you into doing what they thought was the right thing? I'm sure they probably did, as a lot of parents do. Oh, if you don't... If you don't do your homework or if you don't da 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 then you're not going to get such and such. Or you're not going to have dessert after dinner. Was that bad? Well, maybe to them it was not bad. I mean, I didn't even think much about it, honestly. How do you feel If today? you don't go to sleep now, then you're not going to go to the park later, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think much of it when I was a kid because I didn't know any better. But I just now thought, you do. now I do, but I don't think about it. I, I it it just it doesn't even cross my mind really. Maybe I'm sure they did. I'm sure that they, you know, they they gave us bribes to keep us quiet. You know, as as a lot of parents do and so relatives. Was that, was that wrong? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they think it is wrong now. I'm asking you how you feel about it though. Like, I, are are you going to confront your mom? No, I'm this? not. No, okay. I'm not because this this just happened when I was much. Younger, and I didn't, my mind couldn't comprehend it. Oh. So why would I confront her when I didn't really understand it? Sometimes what you're saying, manipulation may work. If you, so when it comes to romance, I think manipulation is always wrong. That's fair. Okay. When it comes to getting kids to settle down for a while, maybe it might work until, to a point. Mm. They will not catch on. But they never forget either. Well, you promised me later that I was going to get this. It's and said, later. And I'll, what I would say is later <laughs> means when you're 27. So five. No, 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 no. See, see, their concept of later is much different than oh, much later. Oh, well, good, babes, good. Good. I, good. I remember years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe back in the 90s, mm. there's some story about some school district, I think on the East Coast, was offering kids money what? if they got like A's. Money? Yeah, for good grades. So if you did really well in school, you got money. Wow. And I thought that that was a really good concept. Wow, really? Like how much money would that be? I forget the dollar amount. And I'm sure I'm getting... Was the there a lot of backlash mind. against it? Some people were against it. Isn't that like, I don't know. What? That's a that that could get that that could get a little crazy though. Oh, I think that's a good thing. Why is that? It's not because teaching, it's, it's not teaching. It's incentive for them to work. I mean, uh, I don't know. Incentives. I so I get I get I get mixed up with incentives versus bribes. I know incentives are things that may or may not happen. But it motivates a person to do something. Yeah. Uh, the media was trying to make it seem like this was a bribe. Mm. But in my opinion, it's like you're just getting them to do their homework, right? Mm -hmm. And getting them to focus what, for some money. What's wrong with that? Mm. But. I remember I was offered an incentive uh, not too long ago. In fact, it was on uh, the last ski trip. What was the incentive for? Well, this was when I was skiing with two instructors who won't be named. Very good instructors, by the way. Okay. Uh, one of them, so so the thing that they wanted me to warm up with was called the duck walk. And that was very hard. 
And at the time, I wasn't feeling very good either, so that that really kind of added to it. Oh, uh, was this the night time skiing thing? That yeah, you... it was. Okay. And what um, was your incentive? What were they offering? She said, uh, so, so one of them said, here's an incentive. If you can do the duck walk really well, then you won't have to do it again. That's not the same thing. Well, it's my story. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, babes, that is so uh, horrible. No, 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 no. Um, I think it was, I think it was, um, it was hard though. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to do it again, but it was, it was hard. I think I did it once or at least twice. I can't remember, but I did it and I didn't have to do it again. Um, after the, the time I did it, but that was, um, that was tough. Um, it's not fun to ski when you're not feeling good, but I, I got in a good hour and um, I know it might have not have been the best example of an incentive, but uh, that's what I could think of. But they were really good instructors. Yeah. And I'd like and and once this this starts to open, I uh, I would love to ski with them again if they're around. We'll have to see. Okay. Okay. How the virus goes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um. But no. It. Uh, um. Yes, but manipulation may work in motivating kids. I wouldn't do it all the time, though. Hmm. That's the thing, because then they never learn. What do you mean they never learn? Well, I mean they'll 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 always work for something, and they'll expect to work for it, but they'll never learn how to put in the hard work, like really putting in work without any incentive. But isn't that what capitalism is? You put in hard work so you can get something at the end. And I hear the cops coming. Oh, no, that's not what it is. Explain it to me. So as far as I can understand, um, capitalism has more to do with uh, self re uh, relying on yourself, self-reliance, um, having, uh, when you're talking about businesses, having competing business with um, also supply and demand and all, um, uh, um, people having the freedom to use the free market, also having choices. Like, for example, if you go to a store, right, if we were living in a socialist society, there would be, there wouldn't be as many different kinds of, let's say, um, baking soda or there would be different kinds of, there wouldn't be any different kinds of shampoo. Because, as you know, in socialist societies, there's there's rationing going on, right? In a lot of them. In a lot of them, right? A, a, there's rationing going on. You only have a certain amount of things you can choose from, but because all the businesses are gone. Like, like, like in 1984, when Mr. Mr. Charrington is the owner of a shop, and a lot of the things he has are... Uh, not not sellable, right? They're right. they're pretty much they pretty much should belong in a junkyard, and the reason for that is because the places that are providing merchandise to his store, the merchant that he's using is no longer no longer has good business. Okay, I think you just went on a little bit of a. Tangent. I did it. I did go on a tangent, and I'm trying to explain it, but um, I wasn't I wasn't planning to talk about capitalism. But let. 
as capitalism as it relates to the worker, right? So it's like the idea is, yeah, you have to go and work at this cubicle for eight hours a day and then get a night job and then work on the weekends. But in exchange for that, you're going to get the nice car and the hot wife. So you have incentive to do those things. Isn't that a, so doesn't capitalism manipulate people? So isn't it good to get them in with their kids? No. Okay. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Why not? But whether or not you're in a socialist or a capitalist society, you would work for the same thing, wouldn't you? No. Hell no. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. So it's like... How is that? Listen, if somebody... I don't think it's even related to capitalism, honestly. Okay. If somebody tells me, you're going to work eight hours a day, and in turn, you're getting nothing for it. Or you could just like, you know, go off to the beach all day. Well, which one are you going to be more likely to choose? If I could pay to go get, if I could pay to be at the beach all day, which, uh, okay, but Somebody, but what does it have to do with what? I mean, even if you were a socialist and you wanted to work at a job that you would get something for, let me break this down a different way. Um, you this started off because you said, well, you you don't want to. Uh, give kids, but I wasn't even wanting to talk about capitalism. But, uh, but I'm telling you, this is what's representative of the capitalist system. This started off with you saying that you, we shouldn't give kids, uh, we shouldn't manipulate kids by teaching them that they need a reward for everything they do, right? Basically, right. And I've heard, I've heard, um, you know, I heard a lot of people yeah. say that too, like when with uh, when it comes to like not getting a trophy all the time, right. I, and I don't agree with participation trophies. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, if kids do the work, then they should get the reward. And our society is a capitalist society. And it's the way it's set up is people go to work because they want that reward at the end of the day. Because they want the nice house. Because they want the cool car. Because they want the hot girlfriend. I don't think it has anything to do with capitalism at all. I think people just want what they want and they work hard to get what they want. They they work hard to get what they have. Well, and and I think and I think when it comes to capitalism Okay. Can I explain something, babes? No. I, I think you've explained enough. No, Thank I you very it. much. What I'm saying, babes, when I said what I was trying to say was, but isn't that how it works in a capitalist system? You work for the reward, right? A lot of people do that, yes. Yes. But 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 at, but at the same time it's like you could be working and working and working and getting all the stuff and the wife and, you know, all that good stuff, the dogs and the, you know, whatever. But, um, and then it all goes back to, well, are these people very happy? Are these people still happy once they get all the stuff? Hmm. So, so, so it, it, it can well, backfire just as much as it can be good. It can backfire. It can backfire. But if I'm, a business owner and I need people to work for me, I'm not going to say to them, I want you to work for me full time and I'm not going to pay you anything because I feel like that would be... And you're not going to get any medical benefits. Right, because I feel that that would be manipulating you into thinking that you're you're just doing it for the reward and I just want you to do it for the joy of working for me. That would not work in our society. Of course not. I mean, I mean... uh, But, uh, but... 
When you're talking about kids, which yeah. is all started out with kids, yes. you're not talking about adults that actually know how to work. But adults grow up to be. I mean, kids grow up to be an awesome. Would you? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Would you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. But I'm talking about children. Yes. They should not, they should not be manipulated every single time teachers want them to work. I think that, yes, there are times when they should be rewarded um, because they need to have that praise um, to, to show that they are actually doing a good job, but not all the time. I would tell you this, babe. As somebody who was a kid, mm-hmm. and maybe you've forgotten what it was like because it was so long ago, I don't know. But for me... If a teacher told me, you're going to work really hard in this class and you're not going to get a good grade, I'm not going to praise you to anybody, don't expect anything out of it, and you're going to fail this class regardless of whether you work hard I would just drop out of the class. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you're basically saying. You're saying, these kids don't need a reward. But, but, they just do but the work for I'm, the sake of doing the no, work. No, no, no. I understand that part, of course. But like I said, um, they shouldn't be rewarded for bad behavior. Yes. But they also, they also, and they all, and they should be rewarded for good behavior, but not, not all the time. They have to, they have to learn how to work for something they want, even if it doesn't require, even if it requires work without getting a direct reward. I don't interesting, know. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I mean. I mean, not being rewarded every time you pass a grade. Fascinating. That's what I'm, I mean, I mean, yes, they des- they do deserve rewards, but not, not all the time. They're well, not going to get, they're not going to get rewards in life all the time. A thought exercise would be, you go to sixth grade, you find the most intelligent, hardworking kid. And on the last day of school, you gather around all the other kids and you say, you guys are all going on to seventh grade, but this kid who worked really hard and is clearly smarter than all of you, we're sending him back to kindergarten. And that's what happens in socialist societies. Oh my goodness, babes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's what happens. But yes, that's what happens. <laughs> they send smart sixth graders back to kindergarten. Well, maybe, maybe it would happen that way. But I mean, when it comes to grades and the person who uh, who deserves a better grade doesn't doesn't get a better grade and the other yeah, one... We're, yeah, we're getting in the weeds a little bit. Anyway, I, I think we've, but, we've gotten into a... But that's why I said in a capitalist society, you want to reward kids, but... It sounds like you want to reward kids or the society wants to reward kids. With society, we should reward kids who work hard. But all the time? Yes. Why? Because it inspires them to work hard. What is it teaching them? It's teaching them. I mean, I mean that that they're that they're gonna get rewards all the time. Listen. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Bubs. I'm just saying. It's it's not it's good for them to to get maybe a reward once in a while for working very hard, right? Yeah. Like a party or whatever. But for me, I mean, I haven't gotten rewards all the time for working hard in it, class. N- no, neither did I. But the, the, the I the reward was, was just getting student. the the reward was getting a good grade, and I didn't care if um I got a party afterwards. But maybe that that is the reward. They get to move on out of that class instead of just saying. Okay, we're getting in the weeds with this, I think. But. Yeah, and you got us into the weeds. <laughs> you kept us there. Okay. It's not tickling me. It's not tickling me. <laughs> All right, Baze. Yes. Do we want to talk about uh, the uh, death and politics thing or no? We don't have to. Um, No. 
Okay. I, I don't want to discuss it today. Okay, but I do have a good title, but you won't like it, but it doesn't have the word J-Lo in it. Mm, then don't tell me what the title is in. Oh. oh. Mm. Well. Well. J-Lo. Yes. Did you have any dreams last night? Uh, I did not. I had a dream last night. I'm sure you did. Yes, you, 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 I remember you telling me about it. What is it? I was dating somebody. It wasn't my J-Lo. <laughs> no. It was one of your dating fantasies. I was in a relationship with Miss Christina Ricci. We were hanging out at her place on her couch, and she had her head in my lap. Of course. And we were talking about life, and her mom was doing the dishes. I'm not sure if Christina Ricci's mom likes me or not. I mean, in the dream. In real life, she's never heard of me. And, and you've never met Christina Ricci? No. But, you know, I'm talking with Christina, and she's like, um, you know, I'm going out of town next week for a little while, and I want you and my mom to watch the house together. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, babes. Let me get up. I'm going to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. I go in there. And I knock one of Christina Ricci's mom's towels Ugh. off the wall. And it falls on the floor. And I think to myself, maybe I should just leave it here. <laughs> That's when I wake up. Was it like a big house or? I didn't see the whole thing. It was a nice size house. I mean, it's Christina Ricci, right? <laughs> yeah, your yeah. dream version of Christina Ricci. Of course. Who will never meet you. Who will never meet me. Or me. No. <laughs> this is going to sound arrogant and yeah. all that stuff, but right. <laughs> I do wonder sometimes if any celebrities are a fan of my poetry. So <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> there are people in the spoken word world who are relatively well known mm -hmm. that have reached out to me and said that they really enjoy my stuff. How how are they finding it? Like on Facebook or? No, no. I mean, I mean I'm talking about when I, when I was out doing work. Yeah. Right? people know people and would make inroads to me and say, Hey, I really like your stuff. Uh -huh. Um, I don't want to give any, I don't want to blow up their spot, but that happened to me. Not all, I don't want to make it sound like it happened all the time, but it did happen once in a while. And so part of me wonders if there's any celebrities out there who maybe fan is a big word, mm -hmm. but who have heard my poetry and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I, I know that's arrogant, but that's how. That's what I think about sometimes. Yeah, you got a weird mind. Oh, why is that, babes? I don't know. Oh, my goodness, babe. Well, well I know you're not an arrogant person. Uh oh. Jay Wool. Mm hmm. I wish we could say for sure that we're going to watch some movies tonight, but we don't know yet. Mm hmm. Yes. We're just going to hang out. We're going to wing it today. I'm going to rock out with my cock out. What? I'm joking. I'm joking, babes. What? I'm joking. What if your family is watching this? Well, then I'm with a girl who's mm. very attractive, so they should be proud. Mm. I'm doing the Lord's work. What ifs? Oh, what ifs? What, what ifs? You're talking <laughs> Why are you taking me so much, babes? Because me. I haven't done it in a while. Oh. You know. Is, is there uh, <laughs> anything else you want to say, babes? I know this is a shorter one, but. Is it? It doesn't seem very short. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. A, well, maybe it's shorter than the other ones we've done. Some of them were almost two hours. Um, all I have to say is I'm glad that during this snow and ice storm, I'm not single. And 
it could have gone a lot worse. And I'm glad I still have my pow uh, my power and heat and um, I am yeah. Yes. I'm just grateful that you got here uh, safely and you didn't have any problems. Thank you. Let, let me ask you a bizarre question. You ask me a lot of bizarre questions. I'm very glad to be in a relationship during the pandemic and when we're having snowstorms. Mm -hmm. But in any way, do you feel that the weather conditions over the last few days is incentive to never get married? And I'm going to explain why. Because if you're in a relationship with somebody mm -hmm. and living in two different spots, mm -hmm. one of you has a power outage, but the other one doesn't, then it gives you an opportunity to visit them and still have power. But if you're married to somebody, we're assuming that you would be living with them. And I would hope so. if your power goes out at one place, it's all your, it's all your places, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be able to retreat anywhere. No, it's not an incentive for me to not get married. I really want to get married someday. Oh. Whether or not the power is out or, or whether it's on. Well, if we ever break up, babe, I know this guy named Chad. Oh, jeez. Sorry. That was a dumb joke. Apparently, when I was in seventh grade, the um, I don't know who this person was, so I, get, I, I can't say what kind of a person he is, but apparently uh, some person named Chad liked me. I don't know who it is. This person may not even know. <laughs> this I, this person may not even li be listening, so I don't know. I don't even know what the person's last name is. So anyway. <laughs> well, good. Isn't well, isn't like Chad like a like a short name for Charles? It's possible. Chad or Chaz? Um, Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, babes. Anyways. Uh, I need a kiss. I've never kissed anybody before. Really? You said that the last time. Well, and you did it. You. Well, this time I'm telling the truth, babes. You. Last time I was lying when I said I never kissed anybody. This time the, I'm for real. This man lies like a dog, everybody. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Give me a kiss. Okay. And dogs don't lie. Really? What do they do then? They go, woof. Give me a kiss. <laughs> Anything else you want to say, babes? Uh, well, well, you, you uh, definitely kiss... Really well for someone who's never kissed anybody. Thank you, babe. Which you just lied about, too. I'm not sure I did. Yes, It's my did. first time kissing a woman. You're going to say that the next episode. Well, we'll see about that. You babe. said it the last episode. And the last episode. And the last episode after that. Or before that. I don't count those times. I count this as my first time ever kissing somebody. It is not. Oh. Very good, babe. He lies like a dog. I uh, I humor you by saying yes. <laughs> okay. Any uh, political views you want to give? Eulogies? We're going to skip that for today. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we should wrap this up, babe. Thank you. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye for now. Stay warm. Stay fed. Um. Shout out to Chad. Stay sexually active. Oh, my goodness. Stuff. And I don't care about anybody's uh, personal life, by the shout way. Shout out to Chad's. <laughs> they make good dads. Do they? No, I don't know. They have brothers named Brad. And kids who are lads. That <laughs> sounds like a band named Chad's yes. Lads. Now let's wrap this up and go and make out. I suppose. Yes, oh, let's do more than that, Jay Wolf. Uh-oh.